Beautiful humans, welcome to Become Unlimited with Jonathan Perez. In this episode, I want to speak to you about why you need to stop taking things personally and two, what is it that happens when we're in a state of stress that leads us to take things personally. So it's twofold, we're gonna break it down and I have had to work with this through my own experience and with my clients because once they understand what I'm about to share with you, you're gonna experience another level of personal freedom and I want you to have that. So make sure you watch or listen until the very end so you can take away the nuggets, the downloads, the information that I'm about to share with you. So first things first, let's talk about stress for a moment here. Because when we're in stress, what's happened is that something in our brain based on our associative memories, our childhood, is perceiving something out in the environment as a threat. So there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, stress is healthy when it is navigated and managed well because it helps us survive. It helps us keep our body safe. If we see a tiger coming at us, the body's gonna feel a state of stress and it's gonna say, hey, you should run away from this, so let's give you the adrenaline, the energy to run away. However, truth is we don't necessarily have tigers or lions chasing after us like we might have back in the caveman days. <laughs> However, what you need to understand is our nervous system still responds in a very similar way. However, it's going to be based on what your brain perceives as a threat, usually based on what you've experienced throughout your life. So if you've experienced something that has to do with pain or suffering or anxiety or depression, and there's, a, there's been a snapshot taken to that memory and anything that you experience in your life that it associates to that memory of when you experienced some sort of pain or suffering, automatically you're gonna go into that stress response because there's a part of you that's subconscious that's saying, hey, we don't want you to experience that pain again, so let's give you thoughts to convince you to run away from this situation. Now, the truth is, usually those reactions can be exaggerated because the nervous system, the subconscious part of us is simply making an association based on what we experienced in the past. One of the examples I like to give is the example of, for me personally, public speaking was a huge fear of mine. I remember being in a class, what was it? I think I was either 18 or 19 years old in college, and I was in the very basic communications class, and they were asking us to give a speech, and the very introduction version of that, or intro version of that, was, hey, grab the recipe for any, any meal or any uh, food that you love, bring the raw ingredients to class and just walk us through how you would do that. I said, okay, well, I love lasagna, so I'm gonna go grab the ingredients and sounds good. I'm just gonna walk people through it. What happened is I get there, I'm in front of the class and all of a sudden I see the eyes on me and I'm about to start speaking. It's my first time doing something like that in, in, in a public setting where it's more formal. And I started to shake, I started to sweat. I couldn't talk. The words wouldn't come out of my mouth. And I had to literally shakingly walk through the whole thing until eventually I had to stop because I couldn't be in front of the class. I, I was just falling apart. So as I started to develop in my career, I remember about five or six years ago, the job that I got was to be in front of people, training people and leading people and facilitating a training experience. And when I was there, boom, 
it took me back to that moment. And similar to what I mentioned, there's a part of me that's saying, hey, we remember that one time where you were in front of a people in a very similar way and it felt like you almost died. <laughs> and this feels very similar to that. We don't want you to experience that type of pain again. So let's throw thoughts up in your brain. A lot of people call this imposter syndrome or many, many types of other thoughts to convince you to step away from the stage so you don't experience pain. So the thoughts are like, you can't do it, you're gonna fail, it's not gonna work, because those thoughts usually convince people to stop the thing that they're about to do that they perceive as potentially being painful or unknown. So when you can recognize that first and foremost, you start to recognize that, well, that stress response is actually pretty helpful if we're in true danger. But if we're not in true danger, it's usually exaggerated based on something in the past, okay? So why am I saying all of this? Because if you recognize that that's what it means to be human and overcoming those exaggerated stress responses and managing them, that most people are typically in one of those stress responses. So that helps us build some empathy and realize, well, wow, we're all dealing with this. We're all working through these fears of ours and usually if we're really afraid, sometimes we might say things, we might do things that we don't mean because we're in that stressed state. So where I'm going with this is that if you begin to understand that about yourself and about others, that when someone is in that state, they're having an emotional reaction, you see that they're either stressed, anxious, frustrated, impatient, and you notice that they're in that stressed state, they're perception of the world is altered based on the chemicals that are flowing through their body. Why? Because as we said earlier, their body is ready to run away, fight, or hide. So from that state, usually the things that we say, the things that we do in an unconscious way, aren't really us. It's just that survival mechanism acting out. Now, if we then can notice that, and we're in a situation and you notice someone's in that stress response and then they say something to you. They yell at you, they're frustrated at you. They, they, they do something that you know they don't really mean. However, because you have the knowledge that they're in an emotional reaction, they're in an, a stress response and acting out from that survival mechanism, if we take that personal, then we're actually misunderstanding what's happening here. It doesn't mean that you are okay with the behaviors. You can have a conversation perhaps later about it, but in that moment, it's not helpful. And I tell you from experience, it's not helpful to react to their reaction because if you get angry at someone that's angry, I'm sure you've seen or you maybe you've experienced, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. As a matter of fact, you're getting them more into that stress response. You're getting them more into that emotional reaction, which just makes it worse. So that being said, if you start to notice people saying things, people doing things, and maybe they're directed towards you, and if you say, wow, internally you can realize that that person's having an emotional reaction, rather than reacting and, and, and getting defensive and attacking, you might say, wow, okay, you know, I love this person because I can understand them and I realize that they're having an emotional reaction. I'm gonna choose not to engage. I'm also going to choose not to take this personally because I know that what they're saying and what they're doing is not really them. It's the part of them that has 
been altered in terms of their perception of the world and is only saying things and doing things based out of that stress response or unresolved emotional reaction. Now, if it's something that you need to talk about later, again, a suggestion would be, hey, how are you feeling? And if you notice that they're not in the emotional reaction anymore, if you feel called to then have a conversation about what happened, it's probably a good time to do it once you've noticed they have come back into balance. The stress has come down a little bit because only then can you actually have a conversation. Otherwise, the person will only feel attacked or they'll get defensive. So think about what I'm saying here and I'm sure you can relate to many experiences you've had in your life where someone said something, you felt criticized, they were angry, frustrated, and then you reacted and it just culminated and it was not helpful. Those are the things that I'm saying here. There's a different way to approach that because when you don't take it personal and you realize they're in that emotional reaction, you can simply step away, recognize that, hey, this conversation isn't necessarily serving us, so I'm gonna to choose to step away. Then you can come back and discuss once you realize they have either calmed down or they've come back into balance. So with that said then, this is simple in essence once you understand it, but putting it into practice is the challenging part. And when you do put it into practice though, all of a sudden, and I tell you from my personal experience, when you start to see the world and start to, to become more familiar with human behavior and human nature, and you start to notice that most of the times people are acting out in some way, it's because they're in some emotional response. And for you to experience more personal freedom in your life, you simply observe them. You simply have empathy for them and compassion because you get it. You've been in those states too. And you know that they're going through something and you can find a way to maybe hold space, maybe listen, but if you feel really attacked and you know it's not serving you and you feel like you might react, probably a good idea to step away and just not take it personal, okay? So that being said, in summary here, twofold. One, I don't believe it's necessary to take things personally because if you start to realize that people are simply in an emotional reaction or in a stressed state when they say things that they don't mean, it's only coming from that stress response that they are experiencing. And two, when you begin to apply that, you're going to, one, feel more empathy. You're gonna to begin to feel more connected to people. And you're also going to experience more freedom because the things that you used to take personally when you didn't understand why they were doing what they were doing, sometimes it's painful and it hurts. But when you can realize that, hey, they're just having that reaction. So they're going through something. They're going through an emotional response. It would be silly for me to take it personal. I'm going to maybe talk with them later or engage with them later once they've worked through that. So I'm going to add a couple other layers to this, but I wanted to end that aspect of what I'm, what I'm sharing here at that point. But a couple other things to consider is one, if someone you believe is having those emotional reactions, and you realize that they're not changing, or maybe they're not coming to a place of balance, or maybe they're not coming to a place of being able to even have a conversation. What I'm not saying is to just walk away. What I'm saying is you can do whatever you feel called to do to extend your support. However, there's a different way to extend support, right? One you can say is you need to do this, you should do this, you need to fix it yourself, you need to do this. That what it really does from my experience is it makes people feel more attacked, more criticized, more judged, and more shamed. 
So another way to approach that that you can consider is, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm available here when you come back to a state where you think you can talk. Or you can say, hey, if it's really emotional, hey, you know, this, this, this is not really serving me right now. I don't believe this conversation is helpful for either one of us. I'm going to step away. And once you feel you're able to engage in a conversation, I'm happy to connect. Or, hey, you know, I can see that you're working through something here. I'm, I need to take off. I need to go do X, Y, or Z. But if you need something, I want, to, I want you to know that I'm here, for, I'm here for you. I'm here with you. And when you speak from that place of compassion and empathy without necessarily trying to change them or attacking them or forcing them to be a different way or having an expectation of how they should be, and you simply let them work through their stuff, one, you're not taking it personally, and two, you're experiencing freedom because you're letting them have their own experience. And they also feel supported. And I tell you this from personal experience. They feel like they have someone who is just seeing them for who they are and not trying to change them or fix them. So there's a lot here. There's a lot here packed, I know. However, I wanted to share this and express this with you because this is something that has been massively helpful for me to understand people at a deeper level, find ways to really have compassion and empathy and be able to experience more personal freedom in the process. So let me know what you think. You can share in the comments if you're on YouTube. If you are listening on the podcast, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram with any thoughts or questions. If you found this helpful, make sure that you share this episode with someone that you love, who you know maybe needs to hear this and you want them to experience more personal freedom. If you loved the episode, please do leave a review and rating on the podcast so we can reach more people with this information. Sending lots of love. Until next time.